It doesn't matter if you're an undereducated 25-year-old hairdresser. It doesn't matter if you're 75 and worth $10 million. Don't give away free options. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. My name is Jay O. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare. The 2018 edition is the sixth edition. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation, greathumanityhf.org. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization to help insured persons fight combat medical debt. We all know someone. It does not matter what community. It does not matter what age division. Everyone knows someone affected by this problem. Find out more about the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation, greathumanityhf.org. Yep. And as always, today is still not financial advice. I need to know a lot more about you in order to give you financial advice. Even though I'm licensed and qualified to do so, not here on this podcast. So it's now early October. The annual election period will begin on October 15th. It will run through December 7th. During this period, there are no restrictions from the following. You can make any change you want among Medicare Advantage plans. In other words, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you can change it and it'll be effective on January 1st. If you have a standalone prescription plan, You can change it without restriction. It will be effective on January 1st. Today's podcast is about my examination. I have done a scan in multiple locations around the country, and it is, as I have stated in the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter, which you can subscribe to, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. It's going to be on the link somewhere here on this podcast. At any rate, I've had a close look. I've made some predictions in the past just based off what we've observed in the past and practical reality. These were not because the carriers told me in advance. I did not have this information earlier than anyone else. It was not released to the public. It's not released to anyone. That said, what the newsletter says is just very, very clear. Look, Pharmaceutical distribution, we'll start with prescription drug plans. Pharmaceutical distribution is a crazy business. Crazy. Okay? And the reason is that standalone prescription plans have preferred pharmacies as well as different premiums, different cost-sharing responsibilities, meaning deductible and copay, as well as different formularies, which is the approved drug list. When you throw all of these ingredients into the soup and you change the mixture of ingredients, just like a bowl of soup, the soup tastes quite different, even if it's supposed to be the same type of soup. Let's just call it minestrone. Let's just call it clam chowder. Yeah, it is generically speaking minestrone. Many people know that it comes in different colors, shapes, sizes. There can be an ingredient in there 
which you're allergic to. Okay. And in much the same way, prescription drug plans. So now I'm going to give you a simple example. So what I did is I ran a sample with just four medications, four. First was ProAir. So that's an inhaler for those persons with respiratory problems, COPD, asthma, severe allergies, for example. Those persons use ProAir. The second one, Simvastatin. So this is the most generic of medications. Third, levothyroxine sodium. That is a medication for persons with hypothyroidism. It is the generic version of Synthroid. And fourth, what was it? Novolog, which is in the quick pen version. So this is insulin in the injectable sort, which is taken on a daily basis. So anyway, what I did is I took these four medications and then I did two things. Number one, I changed locations. Okay, I changed locations. And then number two is I changed plans. And across the different plans, what you I've seen, and let's just take the simple example of Ann Arbor, Michigan. So Ann Arbor is educated college town, as most people or many people would know. The national pharmacy, pharmaceutical chains exist, all of them for the most part. And in Michigan, it is a typical state, <clears throat> 29 plans in the state of Michigan in 2019. So I ran these four medications. And then what I found was, of course, at what was to be expected, which is the total estimated cost varied wildly. So from number one to number 29 was a variance, meaning high to low with all of the cost input. So that means not only the premiums, but the deductible, the copay, and those four medications from high to low, the first place to last place differed by many thousands of dollars. And by many, I mean by more than $5,000. Okay, so, so that tells you a couple of things. Maximize Your Medicare is very clear. In public when I speak, which I've been speaking pretty much every day, I've been very, very clear. Look, the ingredients of this soup changes every year. You need to taste test this soup every year because the financial cost to you can vary. That is not to say that all 29 plans are you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars apart that is not the case okay the last place plan in this instance for example it could have a data problem on medicare.gov that is a possible source of error number two is hey the carrier's just not interested in other words they're authorized and they've gotten approval but they set their combination intentionally because that is not a priority of the commercial enterprise. That can happen, right? You know somebody who, or some store, who says, yeah, we carry this item, and then they jack up the price, and then as a result, they're basically not interested in that particular line of business. That can happen too. So this is some speculation, and it doesn't really matter. The punchline here, however, does matter. And that punchline is, that if you 
enroll in a prescription drug plan, and if you put it into the bottom drawer for multiple years, and then you take out the drug plan after those years, what you can see is huge disparity amongst total annual estimated drug costs. There are more takeaways. When you are comparing prescription drug plans, and for example, let's say you're running it on Medicare.gov, you need to play around. You need to experiment with the different pharmacies. Even, and not only do you have to change plans, but you must change pharmacies within the plan. This is very, very important because, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, and I'm going to try to keep it short, but it looks like we're running longer already than I anticipated, which is that, fine, you can have your neighborhood pharmacy, or you could find the national retailer, which is just down the block. That said, another block down in depending on where you live and your locations can be another chain or the local pharmacy not only does the plan set up preferred pharmacy networks but in addition to that it gets more extreme and how the way it gets more extreme is that the difference in pricing of each of these four medications can be different among the different pharmacies, even within the preferred pharmacy set. That is especially the case for brand name medications, expensive medications, of which ProAir as well as insulin certainly qualify. How much does this change? Well, I put it to you this way, that even a, a single medication can create over a thousand dollars difference even within the same plan okay so the difference between for example getting it in mail order or getting it from pharmacy number one versus pharmacy number two now the thing is is that you cannot say that and this is the expert corner we're about to enter experts corner now which is that the least expense medication, that difference can be small, but expensive medication number one can be very wide, and expensive medication number two can also be wide, and the best pharmacy between those two expensive medications, that may be different. So I know it may make people uncomfortable, meaning they get expensive medication number one from pharmacy A, but then expensive medication number two from pharmacy B. Now, if I if this were just a two to three dollar a month difference, then okay, I can understand you say, okay, that's too much trouble. This, like I said, over a year can be a thousand dollar difference easily. Easy. And that's why because of that, now it's worth driving the extra block. And it doesn't, candidly, doesn't really even matter whether or not you have tons of money or if you're living from check to check, right? We can agree that, okay, well, I like this pharmacy because, you know, they've got a special on potato chips, but I don't like it for $1,000 more a year. Let's just kind of agree on that, right? We can drive the extra block and go through and keep track. You'd really have to have something really compelling 
in order to tell yourself, okay, well, I'm willing to forego $1,000 extra for one particular medication because I didn't want to drive a block or two blocks down to the next pharmacy. But this happens, and this is what I have discovered. I have known this has occurred, okay? And I don't expect this to get better. Why? Because what you have is the distributor of these plans, meaning the carriers, are getting closer to the pharmacies. You'll see it. Now you can understand what, why the headlines, number one, and health insurance carrier B are merging. This kind of stuff. Why? They're trying to have agreements from front to back from purchasing the medications from the pharmaceutical all the way to the to the cash register. As I said, pharmaceutical distribution is a crazy complicated business. Last point, and you may have to listen to this this podcast a couple of times. I can understand that. Last point is that this also means that you cannot simply Run your medications on Medicare.gov, hit sort, and get one answer. You're not going to be able to do that. And you're not going to be able to do that in the instance where you have even a single expensive medication. Next podcast in a couple of days is going to be a same type of rundown, a similar type of rundown across Medicare Advantage prescription drug plans because the differences here in a very competitive market for the persons who are looking in the right place, they can get the extra benefits they want at prices and at total estimated cost, which may be far better than last year. Competition's increasing, if anything, that is make it better for consumers. It does not matter what business we're involved in. It does not have to be insurance. More competition generally means better for consumers. I'm Jay. This is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Sign up for the free newsletter, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes and on Google Podcasts. Till next time. Oh, wait. I forgot the most important thing. October 9th, Tuesday, October 9th, noon Eastern Daylight Time, YouTube.com. Everyone heard of YouTube? Go to the Maximize Your Medicare channel at noon. I'm going to be giving the full rundown on Medicare. All the parts, Part A, Part B, Part D, Medicare Advantage, Medigap. That's going to be live noon, October 9th, which is Tuesday. It is very unlikely that I'm going to be recording it or that I'm going to be distributing it after the broadcast. Till next time.